All aboard and welcome everyone back to another episode of Animation Station. I still mess it up, but we're going to go for it. Uh, I am Brandon C. McClure. With me this week is Ben Magnet. Once again, hello, sir. All aboard. Let's go. That was my because best impression of Casey Jr. <laughs> that works out because we are talking about... Actually, that doesn't make any sense with what we're talking about. But we are no, talking about Digimon Adventure Try Part 4, Loss. Yeah. There is a train in this in this movie. There is a there, train. There is a, tra- a train in this movie. We did yes. it, guys. <laughs> we did it. Digimon, animation Station and Digimon. We finally did it. We have a train. I'm just glad it's not called Trainmon. We, we, is there yeah, a Digimon a... called Trainmon? Hmm, let's find out. Oh, God. If there's a Digimon called Trainmon, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> I just found out that one of Devimon's uh, Digivolutions uh, is Demon. Demon. Just D-E-M-O-N. Demon? Demon. <laughs> Which I thought you know was pretty what? funny. It kind of makes sense. I'm actually surprised my Otis. I'm surprised my Otismon when he digivolves into Venom Minosmon, he doesn't. It's not like Draculmon or something. Like they step away because obviously he's Dracula. Japanese apparently Japanese. Uh, the, the Japanese is Venomon. Venomon. And we we made my Otismon. Oh, okay. so my Otismon is our. So like uh, Gatamon in Jap- in Japan is Tailmon. Really? Yeah. So there's a few a few times we've and we ran into this last last week, right? Like with yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, with with, um, with uh, Mega Cob- yeah, with Mega Cobbetarymon. So there is a train G- Digimon, but his name is Trailmon. So there you go. That's okay. <laughs> Trailmon. Okay. We learned something new. We learned something new today. Uh, that's what you're gonna get this week. So yeah, so we're talking about Digimon Adventure Try Lost. This movie came out in 2017, uh, directed by Kitaro uh, Mo- Moshinaga. Written by three people, uh, Yuka, hmm, Yuka Ka- Kakihara, Unika Agana. I gotta write better. And Yash Yash hmm, Yashuhiro Nakanishi. When I was working at Photochem, mm-hmm. my boss told me, "You gotta fix your handwriting because I can't read this." And now I see what he was talking about. <laughs> You can't there are times where I fill out like a uh, birthday cards and other things to like family members and I still write in cursive. I'm like the only person I know of in my entire friend group, my entire family who still writes in cursive on the regular. Like my notes, even for like just regular, as you can see, they're all in cursive. And I I don't get shit from it from my family, but it's definitely one of those times where my my family members look at me and is like, you why do you still write in cursive? And for me it's just easier. You took a lot of school to heart is what happened because. Yeah, probably. And I noticed this in your writing, too. You still do the double space after the period. Oh, yeah. That's a grain in my brain. I was taught that's how you're supposed to do that and in a, to write papers. So I always do that. No one does it. You're the only person I know who's ever done it. Uh, school. What? OK, we're not here to talk about school. We're here to you talk know what about I think it is. You know what I think it is? I think it, it, it is because. Uh, because typewriters, I think it's a, a holdover from typewriters because a single space after a period might bleed into the previous sentence, but a double space uh, wouldn't. That's my theory, huh. anyway. Maybe I'm wrong. That makes sense. That makes sense. But, anyways, going back to Digimon Adventure Try Loss. 
Yes. Um, so I will I will dive right into it and say that I really really enjoyed this movie. I did too. Uh, yeah, I really like this one. This is probably my second favorite. That said, I actually don't think there's any purpose to them erasing the Digimon's memories. I still don't think there is. I, I think this movie is really good. And I think it's really fun. Uh, there's a lot of really good stuff here, especially because it's more focused on Sora, uh, which uh-huh. is really nice. Um, but I don't think... I, I think you could have gotten the same story if the Digimon hadn't lost their memories. That said, there's a lot of comedy to be mined from that, which I do appreciate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's talk about the beginning first, because we are we are presented with a flashback. Yeah, I swear. Every time one of these new movie, one of these movies start, there's this crazy intro, this crazy flashback, or like something that, like, obviously, it's all gonna boil down to one whole thing. But seeing Himikawa and Nishijima as kids with their own partner Digimon, and now it kind of makes sense. Where it's like, so, oh, there's a lot, there's a lot here in that, yeah. in that opening. Like, yeah, like, and good. No, and not only that, where it's like, okay, this is why Nishijima is probably doing what she's doing because she wants to get her digi- her partner Digimon back. She's just so because once again, we've been talking about how a lot of the, like the titles for these films reflect one of the main themes of the film, like determination, confession, and with this one is dealing with loss, whereas Nishijima is dealing with the loss of her partner Digimon, and she's and she's been working for years to try to get them back. And where Sora is dealing with the loss of Biomod's memories, and she's like, she feels like she lost her partner, and she just wants to get that connection again. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I do wish Himikawa's story was a bit more prevalent because it, it feels like an afterthought in the movie. It, yeah. Um, only because like the Digidestin don't like uh, aren't with her ever. Mm-hmm. They don't know this is what's happening. They don't know this is why the reboot has happened. Um, uh, or they never see her in the digital world. They only see Jedi. Right. Which is fine. Um, but I, I kind of wish that Himikawa's story was a bit more focused because it just kind of like. So we learn. So what we learn is what we learn is that Himikawa and what's the guy's name? Nishijima. Nishijima. They were digidestined before. Our Digidestin. It's just we've we've known about previous Digidestins before. Yeah. Um, like we we knew that our Digidestin weren't the originals anyway. Yeah, like how um, to explore that idea, I believe. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of Digidestin. Um, and so Himikawa and Nishijima, but they're a bit more prevalent because they fought the Dark Masters with their Digimon Digimon. By the way, great to see the Dark Masters again. Mm-hmm. Um and they and through their fight, the their partner Digimon, not specifically, specifically not Himikawa's, uh, but the other partner Digimon became the Harmonious Ones, which are Digimon we met in the original series, the four corner god Digimons, the dragon and the turtle and all this. And so like, we now have an origin for those Digimon, which feels like it should be a bigger reveal uh, than it is. Because like, as far as lore goes, we are really excited to see this moment. Like, oh my god! So that's what that's what this is. But again, our main characters never learn this. They never interact with this information. They never talk to Kimikawa in the whole movie. Um, that's 
So I really like this movie, but that's kind of where one of one of my biggest failings is is that Himikawa's story isn't intertwined well enough with the Digidestin. Because mm-hmm. again, we learn something so monumental about the origin of the digital world, about the characters that we met in the original series, the harmonious ones. And how Tapirman was sacrificed, and because he was sacrificed, he could never be reborn. Which is holy shit. Yeah. What, a, what a cruel thing to do. And I know it's like supposed to be like this, this big, like to defeat the Dark Masters, they like sacrificed their friend because like that was that and, her, and I'm sure like if we saw the scene play out like a normal scene, then Tapir Mom was probably like, okay, I want to do this. This is my purpose. This is what will defeat the Dark Masters. Um, but Himikawa has always blamed the harmonious ones for uh for destroy for because she was the only one who lost a partner. And she could mm-hmm. never get that partner back. Even TK got Anjumon back. Um, yeah. So like, it's really so like I find that stuff really interesting, and it's really and it's really cool. I just wish it was more intertwined with the main story of this movie. Yeah, I kind of I really want that too because I know that the main focus of the film is, of course, the, the kids, it's the Digidestin, it's them trying to get their, their you know, reconnect with their Digimon partners and Sora being the main focus of that with her and her relationship with Biomon. But when you drop that, a, that these characters who were kind of mysterious, I mean, Nishijima isn't that mysterious, but Himakawa, I would argue, is. Mm-hmm. When you see her, like, like when Mekumon goes crazy and it cuts to her with that little tiny smile, like she's like, yes, my plan is working you would think that they would actually involve her more in the story because now it's revealed that she is an antagonistic force and she has a drive. Yeah. She's driving the reboot. She wants Mikumon to go crazy. She wants the reboot to happen all for arguably a very selfish goal of getting Tapiramon back. And she goes down a, a villain path and she's really willing to work with this entity called King Drazel, who I have no idea who King Drazel is. Yeah, it's so interesting that halfway through this movie, the, the this this like movie series, we were thinking, we were like, oh, what's homeostasis? What is this? What is this? What is this homeostasis thing? And now we know that homeostasis is probably a good guy, and King Drazel is the bad one. And we're like, what? <laughs> Who's Drazel? Yeah, I'm just. It's like um, follow up question. It's like okay, uh, question. Um, who's King Drazel? You haven't even told me who homeostasis is now, and now I got to yeah. figure out who who King Drazel is. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's I I know we have two more films after this, and hopefully, I keep, I know I keep I keep saying this throughout a review of these films, where I hope that answers get answer or questions get answered later on down the line, but it's still one of those things where it's just like where I'm just like, huh? Now, not yeah. to, not to say that. I mean, I know they're trying to build some stuff up, but at least with going back to the original series, at least whenever we meet our big bads like Devamon, Edamon, uh, Myosmon, the Dark Masters, etc., at least we know they're the bad guys, and we know they're plotting something, and they didn't have to step in and stop them, whatever the heck they're doing. Yeah, and then this like, is... we get like when we get introduced, is like, hey, here's King Drazel. It's like, who? Like I don't even mind that you've introduced this villain, this this like overarching villain, because especially now that Jedi has kind of revealed himself to the to the Digidestin as being a, a dark to being dark Jedi, um, and like you, you, 
I don't mind that we've introduced, but we're still we have still so many questions about who homeostasis is. And, mm-hmm. and so like I kind of wish we got an answer of like, oh, homeostasis is actually a good because we kind of kind of get it through like context clues that homeostasis is probably a good guy. He he's pro this whatever this is is the is like the person who created the concept of digidestin to create balance to the digital world, um, mm-hmm. to to allow the digital world and the human world to exist harmoniously. And King Drazel wants to destroy that. Like, okay, I wish that was more explicit because now you've introduced another another mysterious character that I have to that I have to think about. Also, I wish that it was more consistent with its villain Digimon because we get Machine Dramon and we get Metal Seedramon, who are both mm-hmm. Dark Masters. Um, but in the first movie, we had Alphamon. Yeah, and then we we saw him originally again. We saw him again for briefly. Like I kind of wish that Alphamon was like the villain of like the the Digimon villain, or like yeah. I don't I don't love using these two dark masters to just kind of make them mindless monsters. Uh, I wish that we had gotten more. I would. I know Machine Dramon does not have the greatest personality, but Metal Seedramon did. Like Metal yeah. Seedramon did have a personality. And it's kind of it kind of sucks that you've stripped them of that just to kind of make them these rampaging Digimon with the Digidestin fight. I will definitely say that while it is glad it, it does make me happy to see a bunch of Digimon from the original show. From you know we keep, we keep talking about nostalgia and our love of the original series because you know nostalgia is hell of a drug. But I do hundred percent agree with you that seeing Metal Seedramon just go blah and none of his personality is showing through because we get scenes of. The, we get scenes from the original show like we get we see the kids in their original in their like original sh- in their original clothes for every once in a while like we saw Izzy with Tentomon in the very beginning like when he says goodbye to Tentomon mm-hmm. and it's like you guys are obviously we, we know the original show exists we know we're building off of that can we please just give some of these Digimon like their personalities or like some like seeing Metal Seedramon um, like when he was the first Dark Master, the kids fought, and the kids knew that oh, we're in for a fight. This is some yeah. bad juju going down because they're all mega level Digimon. They're all strong as shit. This and is kind so of an many... issue that I have with Digimon Adventure 2020, also, which mm-hmm. is the current, which is the show that I'm currently watching. Um, which is actually going to come up a few times in this episode. Um, did I? I think it's the thing that makes Digimon interesting is that the digimon have personalities they have mm-hmm. um unique personalities to them um as crazy as the ones that we even even the ones that we created for them like uh you know whatever but like the villain digimon's digimon had like goals and motivations and were had wildly cool personalities that you could latch on to my is like people like my not because he looks like dracula but because he's cool right he's um, he's a suave mother ever i will not yeah. lie like when when like i will never forget when my was first introduced i was just like creeped out but i was so intrigued and then when he goes into the human world and he essentially lures women to bite them to suck their blood it's it's creepy but it's like He's a suave, cool mother ever. Yeah, it's like one of those like, oh my god, he's hot. Um, yeah, exactly. It is the Squidward. <laughs> oh my god, he's hot. It, it's exactly that. Um, it's one of the things, but like, so one of the things that I think this show fails at, and Digimon Adventure Twenty Twenty fails at, is that we don't get those personalities anymore. Uh, the evil Digimon are just 
there to to be mindless monsters. Okay. Like, uh, for example, in Digimon Adventure twenty twenty, there is a, a big Digimon called Millenniummon. He's uh, this this like he's like the main big bad for the show, even though there's still seventeen episodes left and he's not he's been defeated. I don't know what they're doing, um, but he was he's like this this big like monster Digimon who do you remember Chimeramon? He's he looks like he's got like the body of Greymon, the head of Kabuterimon, the Oh so, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he he's that he the he's the digivolution of that. Um so he, he he's massive. And like they've been Millenniumon is this horrible, evil Digimon that wants to destroy the digital world. We have to destroy him. And he's just a monster. And I'm like, this is this is a monster like i, I like I, I don't care about this villain um i yeah. you've, you've been building him up for so long that i thought he'd be like cackling maniacally or like have something but you've you you you've kind of just made him into like this just this mindless beast and i kind that i i miss that's kind of the failing of like i think modern digimon and I haven't seen all the shows, all the new shows, by the way. And I know you haven't either, Ben. But like, that's kind of the failing here, where it's like I miss when Digimon villains had personalities. Yeah, um, like we were talking about personalities. One of the personalities that actually I immediately think of because it was I remember during his arc of the Dark Masters of the Dark Master episodes, it was so prevalent. It was such a major thing. Was Puppetmon. And yeah. all Puppetmon really wanted was just a friend. So he essentially he kidnaps TK and tries to force TK to be his friend. And it, if the looking back on it now, like once again, it's been years since I've last seen this, since I last seen it. But from what I remember, I mean, when I was first watching it, it kind of made me hate the Puppetmon arc. But now that I look back on it, it's like, it's kind of sad because all he really wants is a friend, but he doesn't know how to have friends. And he thinks the Dark Masters are his friends, but really they're just a, um, a cabal of evil Digimon trying to rule the digital world. Yeah, and so when you get to Digimon Adventure 2, when it's revealed that Myotismon is going to be revived, he's going to come back somehow as Venom Myotismon, like, you you have a sense of dread because you're like, oh shit, not that guy. Like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Or like, you're scared because you're like, you're like you know... You you know who this guy is, but like, Machine Dramon shows up, and immediately, initially you're like, holy shit, Machine Dramon? Oh. All right. And it is not talk- the same, it's clearly not the same machine machine Jamon. Right, right. And I know we talked about the power scaling in Digimon, how like the powers the power scale is just like woo. It's it's essentially someone just like going all over the place and, yeah. and whereas like when a rookie punches Machine Dramon in the face and Machine Dramon just like gets like knocked, he doesn't get knocked out, but he goes flying for a few, a few feet away. And I'm like, what? Yeah. You know, so well, well, let's come back to machine. Let's put a pin in Machine Dramon because there's a lot. Okay. There's a there's a lot here in, at the end of the movie that I, I, I that we should talk about. But I want to go go a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. um, and talk about um. Uh, okay. Yokomon's so mean. Yokomon is a bitch. What the? <laughs> it's like, I literally what the wrote. Fa? I re- I literally wrote. Why is Yokomon such a dick? I, I um, wrote Yokomon is so mean because I mean my, my first note is Himikawa about Himikawa and Ishijimi. I'm like, what are the Dark Masters doing? Yeah, I want to. I, I really like. I really so like this kind of comes into the other thing. Like, I still think you could have probably done the storyline without the reboot um, and the erasing the memories, but there is still some interesting stuff to be mined here because like all the Digimon, all the Digimon are like 
uh, when they show up, it's like, hey, we're partners, we're friends. So the elders were like, cool. All right, cool. Yeah, this makes sense. This makes total sense to me. You got food? Great. I like you guys. I don't even know why I like you guys, but I like you guys. Yeah, also, like, it's, um, it's really nice to see Gatamon just there with the original Digi Digimon because she didn't have yeah. this initial moment originally. It's just it's, it's nice to see. Yeah, she was under Myosmon's thumb for the whole time, but it's, it's really nice to see like Gatamon's pre-evolutions and yeah. like when Kari's trying to get to her, she's like, hey, you smell like my whistle. And then like even later on when Tentamon's with Mimi and Tentamon's like constantly calling out for Izzy and he goes, I don't even know why I'm calling out for Izzy. I just met this guy. And Mimi is like, oh, that's because you guys are like really close partners and yeah. all this stuff. And But Biomon... Uh, but Yokomon is like, uh, no, uh, screw you guys. Yeah. I mean, Sora just accidentally steps on one of her pedals and then she goes, ah, and all of a sudden she's just like, seeing Yokomon with like the mean face is just mm. like so jarring. Because for 20 plus years, every time I would see Yokomon, she's all like bright eyed, happy, like, oh, yay, Sora. Now seeing her is like, I don't know you. I don't like you. I hate you. It's, it's just like, oh, ow. But this is where I think the, the movie succeeds really well in focusing solely on Sora. Mm -hmm. um, we talked about this in the last movie. Um, confession? Yes, confession. Yeah, the last um, one was confession. So we talked about in the last one where it's it's clearly a TK movie, but it acts like it's supposed to be an Izzy movie. And it, it's really weird because like it doesn't quite work out very well because the character who gets the mega isn't the character that this movie should be about mm -hmm. um but this time it from the beginning it's this is sora's movie and they remain focused on sora's story and how she's reacting to it and i really like that I, i'm really happy that they really like honed in on like this is sora's story she's upset because biomon because everyone else is getting along with their partners just like just like nothing has ever happened except for her and she is someone who has always tried to be kind of a mother figure to everyone else so but what happens when she needs help and she doesn't know how to ask for it exactly. i think that's really i think that really works because mm -hmm. the whole time and it, it go it flashes back to the last film where biomon tells soros like hey you gotta take care of yourself how are you feeling and she's like oh don't worry about me and it's very shocking because when she does need help, she doesn't really know how to convey those feelings, but everyone else can tell, especially um, uh, make uh, Mako when she ends up in the digital world and she sees Sora, like when Biomon is like sleeping on Mako's lap, but Sora is all like bundled up by herself. And she's like, this is horrible. Why is Sora? You got to talk about this. This I, we hate seeing you like this. Actually, pairing her and Mako was a really good idea. And I, I, was this the movie we saw in theaters? I don't know. I want to say we saw one of them in theaters, and I think we, it was this one. I maybe it was. I want to say it was because but I, remember, I can't remember. I thought it I was remember, coexistence. I remember something with Mako made the entire theater groan because at that point, like. People were really hard on Mako. And I mm -hmm. think at the end, initially, it, it's really like, okay, why is she so whiny? Why is she so annoying? Why is she so this? Why is she that? But actually, I really like, I've ended up really liking her on this, on this rewatch because I think there's a lot uh, here where, yeah, all right. So she's a little bit more naive than the other Digidestin. But especially here in this movie, when she like says to Sora, it's like, it's, it's basically says to Sora, it's okay to not be okay. 
like let yourself not be okay because this sucks and i'm sorry this sucks but like you have to kind of you you kind of have to let yourself feel that and i really i really like that scene between them uh, around the around the campfire there especially yeah. when bielman is laying on mako's lap and mako is like i didn't oh shit like this can't be good for sora uh-huh yeah, I 100% agree, because I think when I first started watching these movies, I was kind of like, eh, on Mako. But at the same time, Mako, I want to say that the bonds and the reason why that are the Digidestinet, the Digidestinet that we know and love, the reason why they're so gung-ho, that they're so tight-knit, is essentially because they went through so much shit mm -hmm. when they were kids. Obviously, they went through all the fights in the digital world. They they fought Myobis Mon in the real world. They been they have been constantly fighting these evil Digimon ever since they got wrapped up in this. And they and there's a a bond there that was forged that other people on the outside unfortunately will not understand. And even though Mako is in this now and she's trying to understand, she's trying to get this because when she met Mekumon. It was essentially all sunshine and rainbows. Yeah. And Theoretically, was, she probably met Mekumon around the same time that they met their partners. Yeah. But the thing is, with, Meku, with Mako and Mekumon, they didn't have to go through all these trials and tribulations. And that's why for Mako, this is all so new. This is all so terrifying. Whereas for the uh, compared to the rest of the kids, it's like, eh, it's another Tuesday. Right, because this is the first time that Mako has been in the digital world. Yeah. And that brings me to another thing uh, you were, that you kind of touched on which is in the beginning we saw that the digestion were pulling apart mm -hmm. like you know joe was studying mimi was off and wherever um matt and ty just weren't getting along and yeah they had this bond they are friends for life because of this bond with their digimon that they this the this they went through for about two two-ish years um they it's so like but it's only because but the digimon coming back reminded them of how close they were, which is what Joe was really pushing up against with um in the second movie, right? Like Joe was mm -hmm. like, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. But uh, that all by by not wanting to do this anymore, that also means giving up your friends. Yeah. Um, and he finally realized like I don't want to give up my friends. I love these people. I don't. I want them. I want to be with them. Mm -hmm. And so like now we have now that they have come back to the digital world, and to them it's like, this is what we did. We save the digital world. We go where we are here. We're familiar here, and they even go to familiar places, right? Like when they're split yeah. up by Machine Jumon, they they end up in familiar locations that we've seen in the original show, which I thought actually oh. thought was a really clever way of oh yeah reincorporating old old environments. Exactly, like the when Sora Meku uh when with Sora and uh, uh Mako. they were in the area where Meromon first fight and Biomon first digivolves. Yeah, and so like you know, with all the the desert with all the the power poles. Yeah, the desert with all the power poles, and like I really enjoy seeing File Island again, kind of like how it was, because mm -hmm. um, because it was like, hey, I'm back at the place where it all started. Because <clears throat> File Island is where the story began for the Digidestin. It's where they met their partner Digimon. It's where they fought Devamon, and all this really cool. And this is where the adventure began, like seeing the house with all the where like maybe sees the haunted house with Bakuman. And she's that's a really good point that it looks exactly like it did originally 
because of a reboot because it's been it because re- remember when they came back to the digital world after they after they fought my Otismon, the Dark Masters has warped the digital world to look like something new, and yeah. then in in Adventure Two it looked like something different also. So yet you're I didn't notice that you're right. The digital world was rebooted back to its original state when they mm-hmm. first arrived. Yeah, and even when TK wakes up, he wakes up the nursery with Elecmon. Which I loved. I'm so happy oh. they went back to the nursery with Elecmon. Me too. I'm just glad Elecmon is still like just this really cool, kind Digimon. Oh. And he's like, hey, you're helping me take care of these little carpet crawlers. I'm okay. I like how he calls the, the baby Digimon carpet crawlers. But Elecmon brings up... Where, wait, where did it go? But Elecmon brings up a really good point. That something... This reboot didn't work. There are a lot of Digimon who are not reborn, who are still in their mega forms and their ultimate forms. And Electmon is a rookie, right? Or a champion? Electmon's a champion. I thought Electmon was a rookie. No, he's a champion. Because I thought he digivolved into Leomon, who's a champion. I don't think, you know what? Let me look that up real quick. You want to know? You want to know a fun little rabbit hole I went down last week? While you do that, oh, what rabbit hole did you go down? I am. I curious. looked up so many Digivolution lines, and oh, you know really? what I found out? What'd you find out? Hadamon's Digivolution line is more complicated than the entirety of Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> That's an over exaggeration, of course, because I've not played Kingdom Hearts. I don't know for sure, um, but uh... the Digivolution lines are quite complicated. Let's see, Alekmon. Oh, yeah. According to the Digimon Wiki, Alekmon is a rookie. So yeah, so Alekmon would probably. I think he probably digivolves into Leomon, right? Uh, Sunomon, Zurumon, Black Arurumon, and oh, yep, Leomon. Yeah, he evolves so into yeah. Leomon. So what you're seeing in that Digimon Wiki is the fact that the Digimon actually have multiple Digivolution lines. They can Digivolve into anything. Well, not necessarily anything. There are specific things they can't Digivolve into. But for example, Patamon can Digivolve into Devamon. It is possible to digiv- for Patamon to Digivolve into Devamon. Yeah, kind of like um, how when Agumon digiv- or when Greymon Digivolved into Skull Greymon, not Metal Greymon. Oh, but that's, still, that's a little bit different. That's a dark Digivolution. Um, this is just a digivolution um and even devamon devamon can digivolve into myotismon yeah that makes and, sense and then but there's also neo devamon who is his who is his other ultimate form so like there's if you look at digivolution line they're like trees where like there there is always like um you know they're 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 just they're hatchling form then they're in training form and then from there, they can branch off into different places, which yeah. is why you which is why you mentioned the problem that you had when you played the Digimon game, where Agumon kept digivolving into Tyrannomon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Agumon isn't the only Digimon who could digivolve into Tyrannomon. So can Gaussmon. Who's Gaussmon? So Gaussmon is, is, is generally speaking, Tyrannomon's in training, uh, rookie form. Mm-hmm. But so like there's, you can, so there are different paths that you can take and I'm going to get to one that's really interesting that happened to me uh, this week a little later with TK. But Digivolutions can sometimes be specifically like, you know, like there's Marine Devamon and Ice Devamon. Well, that's be- probably because the environment created this idea that, well, when Devamon digivolves, he wants to be more attuned to the environment. But there's also different paths that Digimon can take. For Like you said, um, Agumon can digivolve. No. Greymon can digivolve into 
No. Metal Greymon can Digivolve into Machine Dramon. Yeah. Metal Greymon can Dark Digivolve into Machine Dramon. That is possible. But that's not his normal Digivolution. Machine Dramon does have a normal Digivolution line where he can just show up. But Metal Greymon can also Dark Digivolve into Machine Dramon. But Metal Greymon can also Digivolve into War Greymon or Blitz Greymon. Where's Blitz Greymon? Blitz Greymon is another is an, is another mega form from Metal Greymon. Look, hold up, I need to look this up. I don't know who Blitz Greymon is, and I am very intrigued. Wow, friend, this is a this is a rabbit hole. My friend, I went down so many like uh, uh, Salomon, Salomon, who's a uh, Gatamon's intra- uh, rookie form, is a dog. Yeah, which I never thought I never put two and two together. But also, Gatamon is not Salomon's only form. Salomon can evolve into something else. Um, I think even Leomon's part of that part of that line. Holy crap! Blitz Greymon looks rad. There's also such things as War Greymon X and Metal. And there's all wait. There's there's another Omnimon. There's a there's a there's a second Omnimon that is like Blitz Greymon and Blitz Greymon and the other Guru Metal Guru Metal Gururumon is not the only Mega that Guru that War, where Gururumon can meet. There's another Gururumon. I forgot his name. But they can make an Omnimon also. Oh, apparently uh, Blitzgramon's a virus type. That makes sense. Uh, Kreska Rurumon? Yeah, and then they can they can digivolve to Omni to a, to a different version Omega-mon. of Omnimon. That's what they called. They call him Omegamon. Well, Omegamon is the Japanese version of Omnimon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Omegamon and, and Omnimon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see Omegamon. Oh wow. Yeah, Omega Mon Alter. And Omnimon can Digivolve. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is a There's so much that has happened in the digi in the digital in the in the Digimon universe. And so and hey, th- this is me addressing the audience now. Both of us dropped off. He dropped off earlier than I did, but I dropped off with Frontier. So, like, there was a lot of Digimon lore that has been that has been created since we stopped watching the show, uh, since we stopped watching the series. So, coming back to this has been really fun because I'm basically catching up on all the new things that have happened in the time since. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, it's like insane to like think about. Like, I told you how Patamon can digivolve in Digimon in Digimon 2020. Patamon can either digivolve into Angemon or Pegasusmon. Pegasus mm-hmm. the, 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 he has alternate champion forms. Uh, Magna Angemon, by the way, you know how Magna Angemon has a black arm? Yeah. The Digimon Adventure 2020 has contextualized that in a really cool way to say that is actually Devamon. In, in Digimon Adventure 2020, spoilers for anyone who cares, uh, Devamon was revealed to be a dark reflection created from uh, a, a virus within Angemon. So they are actually, in in fact, one person, um, one Digimon. So when Angemon and Devamon finally fought for the, for the final time, Angemon had to accept the darkness within himself, which allowed him to Digivolve into his ultimate form, which gave with, with the black arm. And so the black arm is Devamon's power still within him. And I'm like, that's kind of cool. That actually is kind of cool, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so I went down this long ass rabbit hole of just looking up Digivolution lines because it's not linear like Pokemon is. Like you would assume that it's very, if you just watch Digimon, uh, that's the first season of Digimon, you would you would expect that 
outside of extraneous circumstances like the digit like the the armor digivolutions or the uh or dark, the dark digivolutions digi- uh it, it's linear but it's yeah. not and there's so many different anyone can go down a different digivolution path it's so insane to see and it's actually kind of cool yeah uh, i think the, i was I, I i know i talked about it last time with playing digimon world because and the strategy guide that i have or i'm pretty sure i still have it like when i was slipping through that book and I was seeing all the different Digivolution lines. And even back with the original like Digivolution or the Digimon Tamagotchi, like the original square one, mm-hmm. where when Digimon was first originally um, announced or came to being, there were different, like the way you treat your Digimon, there was different evolution trees. Yeah. And I, and I, I think that when I was going through that as a kid, I just figured this is just dealing with the video games. Whereas the show was completely different. Yeah. Although I'll be honest, it's kind of, it doesn't feel right when Agumon Digivolves to Tyrannomon. It just doesn't feel right. No, no, it doesn't. It's gotta be Greymon. It's gotta be funny, Greymon. Funny enough, I actually found out why. There was a tick there's a TikToker I follow and I wrote on her thing about how every time I had Agumon, he always digivolved to Tyrannomon. And then someone answered back is like, Oh yeah, you have to like do a certain thing, and then he digivolves it to Greymon. I'm like, Oh. Okay. Yep. Yeah. But that should Greymon should be his default, not Tyrannomon. It it, it should be because the show, like watching the first two seasons, like the, watching the shows, like the original, uh, the original Digimon episodes, you get so attached to seeing these digi- these these characters digivolve. It's just like you see Agumon, Greymon, Gabumon, Gabururumon, Palmon, Togemon, so on and so forth. That even in the video games, when they can digivolve it to something completely different, you just go, it doesn't feel right. It's like. Yeah. It's like mm, I'm not the biggest fan of that, but even like in the show when they did digi- like I, I guess in Digimon 2020 when you're telling me that oh yeah they could digivolve into other things like if Patamon could also digivolve into Devamon, honestly that kind of makes sense in a weird way. Yeah, and Palmon digivolved into a, a Ponchomon, uh, so Togemon is normally her digivolution of to- choice, but she once digivolved into a character called Ponchomon. Um, which was interesting. Panjamon's hmm. weird. Anyway, okay. but we should get back to the movie. Yeah, yeah. Get back to <laughs> that was a fun tangent. What what threw us on this tangent? What were we talking about before we went on this tangent? Uh all right, let's, I let's don't find something know. To talk about. <laughs> um oh so during this during this um when they're when they're eating, I just want to mention that there's a really funny moment when they're all eating and they're all getting to know each other, all the Digimon. Um that Mimi has created candy sushi and it is the only thing that the Digimon hate eating. And I find that very funny. Except for Coromon. Cause that Except little, for Coromon. that little garbage disposal will eat anything. Like Coromon is like munching away. And like soon, uh, Sunomon is just like, I just love how Sunomon's face is just like, and it's like that famous anime face where the eyes are all white and you get the, like the dark lines where it's just mm-hmm. like absolute disgust and the rest of the Digimon hate it, but he's just like munching away. Mimi is somewhat flirting with Izzy and Izzy's like, uh, I don't know about this. There's a lot of good comedy in the, in these moments. Like Gabumon calls Matt, Mr. Matt. And I just think yeah. that's so funny. And like, he's blushing a little bit. Oh, Mr. Matt. Yeah. Like he's become like a waifu. Yeah, and then of course, well, he he gets stuck with Ty. Well, he doesn't get stuck with Ty, but he ends up with Ty, and he's like, "Oh, I'm all alone." And Ty's like, "What am I? I'm right here." Yeah, I love that when he's just like, "I'm all I'm all alone." I found myself all, all alone. And he's like, "I'm right here." <laughs> um, I, the splitting the Digimon up with the 
with not their partners was also I thought a really good idea because mm-hmm. um, it like they all know each other and so like and so like it's not like the Digimon are going to be left alone, right? But pairing them different with different people allows the Digimon to kind of realize like oh actually I want to be with my, my person partner, yeah. I want to be with my partner yeah um, like go ahead. No, I was going to say I love the partnering with Tentawan and Mimi, um, Matt and Izzy with Gomamon and Agumon, like the whole like train and Agumon still talking about food. It's like, uh, mm-hmm. Agumon, we get it. Agumon, that, 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 that garbage disposal, as you put that it. Garbage disposal, po- di- I almost called him a Pokemon. That garbage disposal of a Digimon. Like when he goes um, to tie with noodles in his mouth it's in, earlier in the film, he's. I'm just like, this kid, this little. Yep, hasn't changed at all. Just all, always thinking about food. When Ty, I really appreciate the moment when Ty and Matt go to go to confront, not confront Sora, but like to talk to Sora on the log. I think it's really sweet uh, because you know it's the Trinity, right? Like they're they're basically the Trinity. Um, yeah. And so having them kind of like and Matt and and Matt kind of like being Matt, not really knowing that he can say something, but knowing what the right thing to say is, and hoping that Ty will. Um, and, but Ty doesn't know what to say because he's Ty. Um, and, 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 but like, it's interrupted because Agumon has somehow ended up on a log floating down the river. (laughs) I even wrote a note. I I wrote a note. uh, Um, of course it's Agumon who would stop Ty from helping out. Yeah. It's just really funny because like, how do you do that? I just love how Ty is saying, we're not going to leave here. We're going to stay right with you. And then Agumon's just floating down the log on the river. Like, right when Ty says it, Agumon's floating on the log. And he goes, ah! And he goes, tries to get Agumon, even making Sora even more upset. Because he literally just said, we're not going to leave the spot until we talk about this. And literally, he just ups and leaves. And he's like, I can't let the little guy drown. And Agumon's like, how did I get here? So, yeah. Agumon, I mean, buddy. I, 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 this point they are basically their children um but uh, but we also learn a little later in the movie that beomon is being so dickish uh because she doesn't want sora to be reliant on her because she says like i don't know you you don't know me you can't put this on me you need to be you need to be your own person but like even we can tell that beomon by the by, by the time they were all split up, Beomon has started to come around to Sora. She's just not not quite ready, and she's even mm-hmm. seeing that Sora there is value in a relationship with Sora, but she doesn't want to be codependent on her. Yeah, which I do. I think there's a lot of nuance there. I do appreciate again. Like I think the stuff with Sora is is all really strong. Like I'm it really is. I'm really into it. I 100% agree because seeing Sora just so heartbroken throughout the film about how everyone else is getting super, is getting along with their partner Digimon like nothing ever happened. Although it's funny because when uh, Mimi's holding it on to Tanamon and Tanamon's constantly saying, don't eat me! And she and Mimi's like, I'm not gonna eat you, stop saying it. It's, it's really cute. And even, uh, what's what's the little, what's Tentomon's in-training form? What's his name? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know most of their in-training form names. I know it starts with an M. But I forgot it. Mochimon? Doesn't Maybe. sound right at all. No, I forgot. Anyways, like the, the little cute little the cute little um purple puffball is constantly mm-hmm. talk asking Izzy questions and he and is in there, you know, they're getting along swimmingly. Even um Bukamon is and Gomamon, they're just yeah, they're everyone's getting along fine, but until you know, you we get to Yokomon being a dick. 
Well, even when they even when they're attacking Machine Drummond, there's even like a like a proud dad moment that Jill has. Wow, that was a great marching fishes. Yeah. Um, or not not when they're fighting uh, Machine Drummond, when they're fighting Dark Jedi. Um, uh-huh. Do you want to talk about Dark Jedi? I think I, there's like one more note I have. Oh yeah. Um, I have two more. I have two notes before I get to Dark Jedi. Um, first one being, damn, Hackman got a deep voice. Yeah, so we finally learn who Hackmon is. Um, yeah, which is a Digimon that we've been seeing in the background of a lot of a lot of this movie, and now we finally get, we finally learn he's basically he's the narrator, right? Like his voice has been the narrator up until this point. Yeah, um, yeah, and he we get a we get a nice little info dump that doesn't make a lot of sense, but what it does. He, exp- uh, he talks about how the, he talks about King Drazel. He talks yes. about how Jedi was a, was used to be the balance, but he's fully accepted the dark, so the light is in trouble, and he's playing into and um, Jedi is helping King Drazel. The reboot was essentially all planned by King Drazel, and Jedi is now dark Jedi. And I also wrote, "It's like, oh shit, Jedi is evil now. We're screwed." Yeah. So Jedi, you also have another note about Jedi. I do want to. I do want to uh, highlight. Uh, I, we will get to that, but the, uh, before before that, I also wrote like how the f did Mako get in the digital world? But uh, we probably don't really need to. That's now that you're the nurse, she just ends it's, up there because you, you know probably probably if I had to guess, she was called by Mekumon. Probably, yeah, and because also you her can, digivice brought her there too. Her digi her digivice would have would have would have allowed her to go there. Like, I think that there is a case to be made throughout both the original both Digimon Adventure and but Digimon Adventure 2 that if the Digimon if a Digimon if your partner Digimon wants you badly enough anything can be a gate mm-hmm. you don't have to just open a gate anything can be a gate and you can be brought to the digital world in that way and I think that's probably what happened with Mako yeah and probably yeah but at first I was like how at first I was like wow did you get that but then I just let it go because you know it's it, Digimon I was like or Jedi brought him brought her there or that that true that's also true. Uh, I also have who was King Drazel, but we don't know who that is yet. My favorite note that I have is about Jedi, and it's just gah, gross. Yeah, so Jedi is disgusting. Um, he licks. Oh. He licks Sora. Yeah. Yeah. That's the yeah. uh, uh, gross. Gross. Unnecessary. Didn't need. Not that. only that, even later on when he tells Mako to to just relax, it'll all be over soon. Was like, are you gonna essay her? What? Oh, I didn't even, I thought he was going to kill her. I I don't I don't I thought I, I, okay, after he licks Sora, I'm like, oh no, this guy is like evil horny. This is bad bad times. This is like it's like get the get the rape whistle out right now and start blowing that shit. It's it's really it's kind of unfortunate that we don't it's really funny that we learn who about Jedi in this in this movie because like there's a there's a line earlier in the movie where they're just like yeah I've been trying to call Jedi but I can't get a hold of him like that's the first time that Izzy has thought about calling Jedi in this whole franchise, um and, and this whole and this whole movie uh series and then we learn that he that the reason why is because he's dark Jedi now um it's a really interesting way to take Jedi I'm not sure how I feel about it I have to see kind of where it goes because it it. I'm not sure like what the point is. Like, why couldn't this just be anyone else? Why couldn't this be um Himikawa? I don't know. Oh, speaking why of Why couldn't Himikawa, she be the villain? That you know what? That could have 
Yeah, or at least because we know Himikawa is an antagonistical force, but she's an but again she doesn't. But again, she doesn't interact yeah, with the Digidestin anymore. No, no, she doesn't. And when we do see her fighting Tapiramon, that is heartbroken. But at the same time, you can tell she's lost it. Oh, I really like that scene also. Like when she finds Tapiramon and she's like, we're going to be partners forever and I'm never going to let anything happen to you again. And you're just like, oh, uh, take a step back. Yeah, that's very upset. Like, because at least Sora, because I want to say like Himikawa and Sora, they're they both want the same goal but they're both going at it completely differently. Like Sora, yeah. obviously both of them want to be partners with, wants to be with their partner Digimon because they have such a strong bond together. Whereas Himikawa is being very obsessive and forceful and like, nah, you're going to be, you're stuck with me, kid. And, you know, very possessive. Sora, while she is still trying to like break away Bioman, Yokoman slash Bioman's um, guard, She's also giving Bioman boundaries in a weird way. Like she's not forcing Bioman to do anything. And then Bioman eventually, slowly but surely, obviously she comes around, she digivolves, and that's a really cool digi- digivolution sequence. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. And and even Bioman says is like, I figure I better be nice to you if I want more of those meatballs. Cause she's like, yeah, she the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Sora's cooking is like top tier. But then of course she learns and she's like, why are you being so nice to me? And then Bioman says, Hey, the hard truth, you gotta stop relying on me. You gotta take care of yourself and all this other stuff. And then slowly, but surely Bioman, like when Bioman does her spiral twister to knock Jenai away and says, get away from her. I'm like, yeah, go Bioman. Yeah. So let's talk about her digivolution sequence because you're right. It is really cool. Phoenix Mon. Awesome. Happy Rad. about that. Mm-hmm. This is where I this is where I run into the uh, maybe we shouldn't have rebooted maybe we shouldn't have erased their memories because she Bioman has digivolved for the very first time when she goes from Yokomon to digi, to Bioman she has never digivolved before uh, that she's basically just a fresh egg mm-hmm. she went from that to being able to access her mega. This is where I, this is the same problem I had in the last movie that I speculated with you that like I'm concerned that because we're still going to be introduced to these megas, it's going to feel a little hollow when they aren't, when it's just like, okay, well now you have a mega. Okay, now you have a mega. Now you have a mega. Because Mm -hmm. what does TK do here in the same scene? Yeah. He he, pat him on. It's just like, I want to do that. Okay. And he does it. And so like, it's not, it's going to sound really like, gonna sound really like bad but it's not earned right i do think bioman's mega is earned because Mm so i guess sora went through the trials and so like learn so like leveling up i do think that's earned i do think it's a little it's slightly hollow because bioman has never digivolved before this moment um but tk's mega uh patamon's mega should have been the last movie that should have been it should have been seraphimon yeah seraphimon it should have been Seraphimon in the last movie, not Hercules Kabaterimon. Mm-hmm. Because that would have made more sense than Hercules Kabaterimon. Um, yeah. If you, you literally you put Patamon in Tentamon's place in that with that scene on top of the thing, it's like, I have to save my friends. It's the same scene, but it makes more sense because the movie has been about TK up until that moment. Mm-hmm. This movie is not about TK. However, TK uh, gets, gets his mega, Patamon gets his mega, purely because... Patamon says, who wouldn't want that power? 
Yeah, that's a little out it, of character for Patamon. It just rings a little hollow. It just rings a little hollow, not necessarily out of character for me. It rings a little hollow because, like, I watched the whole show. And every, the the the, the show, every Digivolution was earned. It was yeah. because they went through trials to learn to earn the Digivolutions from their champions to their ultimates to tie in Matt's Megas. And, like, it sucked that the other Digidestin didn't get their Megas, but I would say that uh, Vikemon was earned. Oh, I, yeah. I think 100% Vikemon was earned. Uh, oh, 100%. Jo- Joe's trial in that movie, in that second movie, uh, with Ikakumon and uh, Zudomon being beaten and then learning to like access your mega form is earned and 100% great and a great I, moment and a really triumphant moment. I would also agree with uh, Rosemon too. Rosemon is just kind of funny. Uh, because like it's purely out of spite it does yeah. work still because like it, it is still mimi's movie and she is able mm-hmm. to and she and she does go through trials and but it's not quite the same so it's a little less earned yeah. i still like it because it's because because that's who mimi is like mimi is the kind of person like i want to do that too um but the next time we get omega and even like hercules Kabuterimon, i don't think that that's his movie but i do think that moment is earned Oh, for, uh, for him, for Tentamon. And I even say that Beelmon's mega is earned. I would except just... for the fact that she that she doesn't she doesn't fight Machine Dramon as Bergemon or fight Machine Dramon as Garudamon. She just kind of she just kind of goes from Beelmon to Phoenixmon with with no trial, with no whatever. And it's it's just it just kind of goes against the logic the show, the original show put down, which was that these digivolutions are made in sequence because mm-hmm. they are because they're they're growing, they're learning, uh, they're accessing more power as they as they evolve. Um, they're not just digivolving; they're evolving. They're learning. Their 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 bond c- continues to get stronger and stronger. But if you put that bond at zero. Why do I tr- why why do you go from zero to a hundred? And you do it because you need to introduce Phoenix Mon in this movie. That's the only reason yeah. why why you, why you do it. So, but you but you don't have that ramp up anymore, and so it feels more hollow than it would have if you hadn't done that reboot. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? No, no, I do, I do. Um, not to like. Not to argue, but I also want us to say that I also think the mega evolution of Agumon and Gabumon is somewhat earned. And also you get a little sure. I would I would say in this movie is because they realize that we do have a bond. We may not remember exactly what happened, but I they will like both of both of these Digimon, like when Ty and Matt are drowning and they're falling down after trying to chase off Metal Seedramon, both of them are like, we need to help these guys. Mm-hmm. And it's a little reminiscent of I wouldn't say it's a it's a little bit reminiscent of how when um Matt and Ty got shot by Angelomon and Angemon to help evolve Agumon and Gabumon into their megas. Sure, sure. yeah. And I, it's like I, I can see that. And when they say, hey, we need it's like we will be with you. Like I part of me wants to say that they're slow they possibly getting their memories back when they do make a digivolve. That's, that's my other thing. If when it's if when the bond is solidified that accesses their evolution, no matter what it is, I would have preferred if it also unlocked their memories. Yeah. So yeah. like, it, so like that would help the Phoenix Mon moment. 
for me. Uh huh. And and even the even in the Seraphimon moment for me because like, okay, well now if they're like, hey, if Agumon and, and Gavamon reach down and you see like their their digivices are glowing now and that the connection has been reformed and their bond has been reformed, that unlocks the Digimon's memories. That feel that feels better to me. That feels oh, yeah. like. We're now no longer starting at zero. We're back, baby. We're here. We're, we're, mm-hmm. we're we can get back to business. Yeah, I was I was kind of hoping for that, but no. Darn. Uh, but the Seraphimon moment is is probably the worst offender of this one because I I think it's in the wrong movie, uh, yeah. which I've mentioned before, um, and it purely just happens because they decided that it had to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's funny about this moment, and I've told you I would bring this up in the beginning of the episode, is I in two days, I was introduced to two different Megas for Patamon. So I was watching, I watched Digimon Adventure Try Loss, and we get Seraphimon. Cool design. I like, Sera- I like Seraphimon. I'm always a sucker for, for whatever warrior angel he's supposed to be. Yep. Um, um, yep. Like Seraphimon is like, Seraphimon is based off of. Sorry, just to go in like quick lore of what Seraphimon is supposed to be. Um, in the Bible, there's these angels that are like literally the right hand and the, like the hands of God. And the, those are known as Seraphim. Those angels okay. are essentially, they report directly to God. So to have, I mean, because you have other angels, but then you have the Seraphim who are like the ones that God sends out when you done effed up. The next day I watched Digimon Adventure 2020 and I was introduced to Goldramon. What the blip? What kind so, of neon justice Evangelion angel is that? So Goldramon <laughs> is the other mega form that that uh, Magna Angemon can reach, um, and was re and was reached in the in the episode where the uh, he's a massive dragon type Digimon um, that is like a like a celestial dragon type is what he's called. Ooh. Um, so it's like cool. the idea is that he's. And, and so, like he, he and uh, Angel Woman also digivolved into another dragon type Digimon um, to fight uh, Millenniumon. And so, like it was really, it was really funny that, like, in literally two days, I was introduced to two different Mega Evolutions for Magma Andromon. <laughs> um, I just thought that was funny. That is pretty funny. I like that. Yeah. So, like, it just feels like reaching these Megas at this point is easy. And which was weird because I never felt like the champion level was easy or the ultimate level was easy. I mean, Greymon literally dark digivolved because he couldn't digivolve into his ultimate form. Right. Right. Like that was like, that was a big deal uh, because like there was no, it's not supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be earned. It yeah. always has been earned. And, and I'm not also- saying like, I'm not saying that like this is like a, a Ray Skywalker needs to earn her power type situation. I'm just talking specifically within like the the what Digivolutions represent yeah. as far as our main characters. It just feels a little hollow at this point yeah. with the reboot. Um, yeah, if if I may to go on there, not only does when Agumon digivolves, when Greymon digivolves and male Greymon is not only earned, but it also makes it an even more impactful because Ty was forcing him to digital yes. he tried to force agumon to digivolve because he was the first to get his crest and then jenna said hey there's a digivolution after 
um your champion levels so so you this is how you can fight edamon you need to find these crests and you can digivolve even further and of course ty because ty gets all like like he's the leader of the like the ipso facto leader but he's also very power hungry in that early in those early episodes he's also like very like ready for a fight he's like yeah let's go let's go and when he forces agumon he realizes his mistake he that's why he's so hesitant on letting Agumon fight for those those next string of episodes because he's so devastated of what he did to his friend. And then when he does get Metal Greymon, it is a hundred percent earned. And then you get that great episode in the real world for a hot second, which I absolutely love. Yeah, it's it's it just kind of it gets to the point where when you when you have already set set down what these digivolutions are supposed to represent, which is not supposed which is not just the Digimon reaching a new power level, but it is the it is the humans reaching a new a new point in their lives. Um it just it it, it kind of makes me wonder like, oh if Hadamon could just be like, I want to be a mega and he does it. He does it in this movie. We see it. He's just like, I want to be a mega and does it. Why didn't they do that before? Like why why was that level so unreachable before this moment? Um and like I guess you could say that there is something in the digital world manipulating the Digimon to give them the the ability to become these megas, which is why this power is manifesting now. But that's not explicitly text. That's me working up a way, working backwards to find an excuse for why this has become so easy. It just is it 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 just is weird because like if it was never if it was always this easy, why didn't it always happen? And the answer is because it was never supposed to be this easy. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, uh, at this point, everyone's got a mega except for Angel Woman, right? Yeah, I think she gets introduced in the next film. Yeah, so we have uh, Hercules Capitarimon, Rosemon, Vikemon, who I love. I love Vikemon. Um, Metal Graymon, Metal Me- uh, Metal Gururumon, War Graymon, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Seraphimon. Mm-hmm. And did we say Phoenixmon? Did we say Phoenix, Phoenix Mon? Mon? Phoenix Mon, thank you. So the only one left is Angel Woman. Yeah. To get her to get her mega. Yeah. We saw the we saw the mega forms of all the original or even though Kari is technically an original Digidestined. She's the eighth she, child. Yeah, she's the eighth child. Um yeah, she's the only one who hasn't gone to her mega form just yet. And technically, I guess we haven't seen um Mekumon's mega. No, not yet. Just her. I assume that's her ultimate form at the end of this. Yeah. Um, not her mega form. It could be her mega form. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's her ultimate form. I think her mega form is on the cover of Coexistence, which is the, the next film after this. Uh, I think so. I think so. Uh, okay. Well, I guess that's all I got. Yeah. Um, I also have to say that is one hell of a, a cliffhanger ending. Mm-hmm. Where you see Jedi just look up at um, Mikuman's ultimate level and he's all chanting. He's all like crazy mad with power and yeah i actually was it was really i mean it was kind of hard for me to not put in a coexistence right after this movie after this movie ended because i really wanted to watch what happened next i wanted to see yeah, this is the, a good one this is a good one yeah but even i do agree with the graphs of the movie especially with himikawa because i want to see more of her i want to see her interact with the digidestined more but at the same time the stuff with the digidestined especially with sora and once again, dealing with her feel of loss, how not only did Biomon, Yokomon lose her memory, 
but also she's dealing with the loss of like my friend isn't my friend anymore and she doesn't want anything to do with me whereas everyone else does yeah. And even though Himakawa is very, is a very, like, it's brief in the film, we see that the whole reason, or Himakawa's driving force throughout almost her entire life since the battle with the Dark Masters, since the Harmonious Ones became the Harmonious Ones, she has had one goal, and that is to get Tapirmon back. Yeah, she, she, and, has been, she has been wanting this reboot. She was even, like, we see her, like, in a flashback that she was, Thinking like, how is a reboot possible? But a reboot of the digital world wasn't possible yeah. until Mikuman showed up. And Nishijima is like, just like, but I could be your partner. It's like, ah, oh, so cute. But then this she's my like, chance no. to get some. This is my chance to get some. Uh, I could be your partner. And she's like, haha, eh, maybe. But she, I mean, she still has a driving horse for Tapirmon. And then when she finally does get Tapirmon back, and Tapirmon is essentially acting like Yokomon Biomon is. But Himikawa just goes full. Well, Tapiermon's not, not acting like a dick. No, Tapiermon's scared. Like yeah. this person just showed up and 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 is being very aggressive. Uh, and Tapiermon's like, I, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, like when tape when Tapiermon says, "I don't know you" and "I don't want to know you," and Himikawa still forces herself on Tapiermon's like, "Yeah, sorry, you're you don't have a choice in this matter." It's like, okay, that's kind of creepy. Red flags. Tapiermon's kind of cute. Yeah, it's like red flags. All tape, a lot of red flags. Tape your mon. Tape 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 your mon. Digivolution line. Let's find what out is, what they. Let's find out what they what they turn. You know into. what? I'm going to bet Mammothmon is one of them. I always thought Mammothmon was the one, but we see, um, we see uh uh the the the. Yeah, no, the snake I, dude I, with the with the claws. Yeah, I want to say is that Herodramon? I don't remember. All right, tape. Oh my god! Oh my god! Are you kidding me? What? One of what's Patamon's in training form? Tokamon. Toka. One of Tokamon's evolutions is Tapiermon. Oh, what the hell? Uh, okay, let's see here. Uh, okay, a lot of people are saying it's Tapiermon can turn into. Mammothmon, which we figured it looks like the the kind of the 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 ideal line of Tapirmon is Mammothmon, because mm-hmm. there's you know there's like a there's like a, a line that you know like Agumon, Greymon, Metal Greymon, like that that's the yeah that's the line there. But let's see, um, next forms Monochromon. Okay, so Monochromon, I remember him. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is interesting. So the what was the what's the Digimon? What's the snake Digimon with the claws? What's I want to say it's Aerodramon. Aerodramon? How do you spell? How do you think you spell? A e r o d r a m o n. Aerodramon. Let's find out. Uh, that's a band. <laughs> oh, Aerodromon. Sorry, no, I aer- corrected it. Aero, uh, Aerodramon. Maybe it's like D R A, like dragon. I'm going to type in Digimon and we'll see what happens. Okay, no, it's not. Uh, Airdramon is not that. Okay. Um, God, I just... I know, it's just one of those Digimon that you know, because I know it's in my strategy guide. Seen for this Digi- dude. Yeah, I know. It's in my strategy guide for, Digi- for um, Digimon World, but it's just, it's buried. I have to dig it out and I don't want to dig it out right now. Hold that on, I'm going to... 
we're gonna fig- we're gonna figure this out. Uh, snake Digimon with what do you call those things? Like like pincers? Yeah, like claws? pincers. I would say pincers with claws and wings. Let's see what happens. Uh, that's just, that that's Geomon. That's Phoenixmon. I don't want that. Oh man. Okay. You guys can leave. By the way, the audience can leave now. We're, this <laughs> the movie's over. You don't have to do it. You don't have to be part of this anymore. But we're talking about fun Digimon. Um, Snake Digimon with what? What are those like cannons? I guess like cannons. Uh, cannons and wings. Who is red? He's red, right? Yeah, he's red. That's just Geomon. Why are you giving me Geomon? All right, that's kind of close. That could be a. That could be a dude. Man, I don't know. All right. This will be this will be for the next movie for the next movie. Then this will be the, for the next movie. Yeah, because I just I don't know how Tapirmon digivolves into that. Right. Thing. Because like it feels like that should be Mammothmon. Anyway, it's sh- yeah. All right. That that'll do it, guys. That's the whole movie. Uh, <laughs> if you're still here. Um, <laughs> Us just right. you know, and I remembered how we fell fell down that digivolution uh rabbit hole. We were talking mm-hmm. about Elecmon. Elecmon, you're correct. Um, all right, so that'll do it, guys. Next time we'll be talking about uh Digimon Adventure Tri Coexistence. Mm-hmm. The uh, part five. Yep, the third to last uh, in including last evolution Kazuna, the third to last, and not including it, the penultimate Digimon film before we get yeah. to future. So we are uh we are after so once we do a try, obviously we'll do Last Evolution Kazuna, and then whenever uh, the American release date for the beginning is, we'll do that. Yeah. So stay tuned for that fun stuff. Uh, so that'll do it, guys. Of course, you can check out all sorts of things. Uh, a lot of our content currently is struck. Uh, it was struck work, so we're not releasing a lot of it. So please check out our, our website at fictionerpodcast.com to see what is being released and what is not. Uh, there's plenty of stuff going on for the Victor Book Club and Basement Arcade that you can check out. A lot of fun stuff going on there um, if you're video game nerds or if you're comic book nerds. And if you're here, you're probably one of those two. Um, a lot of cool things there. Uh, check out our Patreon and our Public If you'd like to support us financially, we'd greatly appreciate it. It would help a lot um, to do, for us to do more stuff when the strikes are over. And um, you can find us on Victor Podcast and all the social medias where we upload updates for everything. Um, so that's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can also find me at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter and Letterboxd. Check out my Letterboxd. Um, where I also write for atomicatum.com and kaijuramanmedia.com, where I'm also the website editor. Ben, where can people find you? Well, you could find me at Ben Manga27 on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, threads, pretty much all the social medias that are out there. And you can also find me writing for Fusion Gaming Magazine, GoNintendo.com, Old School Gamer Magazine, and also playing Mary Frankenstein in the Dungeons and Dragons uh, style podcast D and Dark. Very cool. Until next time we see us, guys. Stay fake nerds. <laughs> <laughs>